Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. I'm Zach. I'm Modesto. And we're back with a very special guest, okay? You guys are going to think that we're crazy because all of our friends live in Chicago, but here we are. So we are being joined today by a new Bravo-holic, which we love to hear those opinions fresh off the cuff in a, like, binge mode model. So everybody, welcome in. Reed. Hi, Reed. Hi. I am a new Bravo-holic. Thank you for having me on. (laughs) thanks for coming on we're excited to chat all things bravo with you i met you in chicago a few months ago you were awesome we were like both like definitely like blitz talking about like everything housewives absolutely i think we talked a lot about bravo actually i think we did from what i can remember (laughs) it was indeed about bravo the way that i like have not been to chicago since i've been a child and i'm just like poaching all of elvis's friends like finally hung out with maddie (laughs) in new york I hung out with her the whole time she was here. I was like, girl, what are you doing today? What are you, can I come today? Love and her. Like, and everyone that I hang out with here in Chicago is like obsessed with Housewives. So it's just like so much fun. And everyone has different opinions too, which is also fun sometimes. It is, but that's why people also, I love like when people have different opinions because that's what gets the conversation going. Mm-hmm. If we're just agreeing, then the, conversa- the conversation ends at the agreement. And that's why this podcast works because we never fucking agree. I mean, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes we, sometimes we see each other. Sometimes, so, yeah, we see sometimes see each other, and that but, is the Real Housewives of New York. But any yeah. other time, <laughs> no, I've been, I've been listening for a while now, and yeah, like sometimes I agree with you guys, sometimes I disagree, but you always make me like see another side of it as well. It's so much fun. Like it wouldn't be fun if everybody agreed about like the same Housewives, right? Like, no, you know, and that's why the discourse is chaos. Like, so yeah, yeah. Literally, there's a few podcasts out there that I do like their formatting, but then sometimes the hosts just agree way too much. And I'm like, I'm not listening to you anymore. Like, no, I want to hear, I want drama. Like, I watch Housewives for drama. I want the host to no, fight. Yeah, your Housewives podcast should also have drama. Exactly. Period. <laughs> like, okay. okay. It's like, it's very life imitates art. Okay. So we're just going off of that. Here we go. Um, but anyways, Reed, you know the drill. We ask a series of questions for new guests on the podcast. So we are going to start off with what is your favorite franchise? Cause so you are, I mean, give everyone a background, like you're brand yeah. new kind of with the Bravo sphere. So like, tell us how you got started and then like, what's your like favorite? What, what was like, your what first you franchise about? too? Like what? Yeah. So like, I like fell into my addiction in like January of 2021. I was like, I'm going to watch housewives for the first time. And at the time, Salt Lake City was done or wrapping up. So that was easy, right? It was just like the first pilot season. Watch that. Um, and then what did I move on to? I, all my friends were obsessed with Potomac. And at the time, I think there were only five seasons. So they were like, that's going to be an easy binge and you have to see it. It's so funny. So that was kind of like my first like season by season experience. And then I caught all the way up over the spring. I had to dive into Beverly Hills after that. Like I have to know like what happens on this show. And I had watched Vanderpump Rules like a few years prior to that. So um, that was iconic and incredible. Uh, Probably a contender for my favorite franchise so far, but Potomac really does gun for it. And just you wait, I'm not done. Uh, After (laughs) that, I did Miami. I did the original three and the one. That would be like an easy one, I thought, to get out of the way. Um, And then I dove into New York, which was was daunting for me. I was like, I was getting... I was like, I don't know if I have the emotional strength for this right now. Dove into that in like August of last year. And it took me all the way through like this last spring to finish. But I finished even season 13. 
Okay. 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 I deserve a gold star for that. And now I'm on Atlanta. So I'm on season seven. I recently finished season six, which I'm still emotionally recovering from. And um, (laughs) that reunion, that drama of it all. And that was everything. Where are you at in season seven of Atlanta? I think I'm on like episode 17 or 18. Nini has asked all the girls to lunch and she wants to do like a therapy session with the therapist that helped her and Greg. Oh, uh, come yeah. together. So have you guys, I, so that's past Puerto Rico, right? Puerto Rico's already happened. Yes, I believe so. The iconic read of your kind of pussy has left your body. You're a whore. You just slept with everybody. They don't yes. want you. Your clit so- has left your body. <laughs> like Atlanta oh. also is like gunning for my favorite. It's so hard to pick a favorite. I think Beverly Hills just has like such iconic things. Kim Richards really is like where I draw the line you know like, <laughs> Amy Leakes is the best housewife I've ever seen on television so it's really difficult to to stay all right um, well I'm glad you passed with that green flag about the Nini comment so you can stay as a guest all right all right you can, we won't <laughs> kick you off the zoom Bo told me to tell you that so <laughs> <laughs> I literally held him at night when I was like, you better fucking say that Nini's the best to say it no it's so easy to say She's like Zach's gonna have like his shit is gonna like blow up he's gonna freak the fuck out he's gonna flip it I recently off. started rewatching season 10 of Atlanta and it's when Nini comes back and it's just that moment of like her entering um Cynthia's house Reed you hasn't you haven't gotten there yet but I'm just like fuck I miss you as a housewife and I want you back if you're gonna bring this Nini energy Ugh, that's an iconic season I wonder if they're ever going to like, cause obviously there's the Bravo lawsuit with Nini and everything. And so everyone, which she dropped, which has been dismissed, which she dropped. And then much like Erica Jane's case been dismissed. Also (laughs) they referenced her or like they showed a clip of her or something like that on watch what happens live. So everyone's like, are, is she slowly working her way back into Bravo's good graces? Like she also was just hanging out with Portia like last weekend and Portia was playing her song. The come on, come on now, honey. (laughs) <laughs> i got it i want to get this come on to get this this like those two nini and portia also in season 10 they have like that crazy feud but like one when, when they're good they're such a good duo mm-hmm. like they're both hilarious they are mm-hmm. for, to me the anchors of atlanta i'm a big big portia stan over here i just want them back together Ugh. and then also there's rumors circulating about kim possibly coming back as like a friend oh i would love it <laughs> So obviously she was probably one of the most entertaining things I've seen on t- television as well. The ring didn't mean a thing. It's still like a bop right now for me because it was so recent. Put it on streaming. Uh, like you <laughs> cowards. Like I know. Candy, Candy blocked her back. <laughs> but <laughs> No, but I don't know. It's like I, I was told she does come back in like a friend capacity. I just haven't gotten there yet. But I Googled yeah, her. Season 10, and she comes back. She's had plastic surgery or something because that is not the kind oh yeah it's so funny to see someone who's watching it in real time because like we saw kim zolzak leave in season five and then i follow don't i watched a lot of don't be tardy her spinoff okay almost almost every season and that face has like transformed morphed she's a totally different anamorph into like a face tune oh my god for sure but when she comes back in season 10 i don't think that i noticed the first time watching it but like rewatching it the second time she comes in so fucking hard like her dragging kenya hard going hard so, so crazy. She comes hard. In, she, read get ready buckle up because it's she comes like, in they like, al- like it's almost a physical fight like those two go at it and i'm like kim oh then she comes for candy 
She comes it's for a, everybody's neck candy. that season. I don't know how it, she it did, backfires. It backfires because that reunion is one of the <laughs> worst moments. If that if that reunion happened today, Kim Zolciak would be canceled. Oh, with the current climate, of course. She should have been canceled for a lot, a lot of different things. And I think having Kim in the mix will change things up because I feel like her and Sheree have a good friendship and there's not a yeah. lot of housewives on Atlanta right now that are super close. I feel like they're all coworkers and we need that like close bond on in the current season at least. Mm-hmm. I think Kim we need some like OG blood. Yeah, for sure. I mean, having two OGs on the cast again would be fucking amazing. And if you just throw Lisa Wu in a few scenes again, come on now. It'll be good. Period. I would love Lisa Wu back. That'd be great. Lisa, so, talk about faces morphing. Lisa Wu looked like Jen Shah. It was insane. Insane. Um, Reed, so would you say Beverly Hills is your favorite then as of right now or Potomac? I think I have to give it to Beverly Hills. But once I finish Atlanta, ask me again. And then Potomac's like in that... It's right there too. It's just so good. I really enjoy say, the way that you say Potomac Reed. I do, too. <laughs> do I say I say Potomac, right? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I say it that way. It's weird. I have a friend who doesn't watch Housewives at all, and he was going on a vacation recently, and I'm like, where is it? And he's like, Oh, you would know it's about like Potomac. Isn't that a like Bravo show? Potomac. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, it is, Jeff. Yep, it is. Just go go for it. No, <laughs> I on. I always see people going like like Potomac's the best franchise, Potomac's the best franchise, blah blah blah. And I'm like, it is truly iconic and amazing and everything and has the makings to be the best franchise. I think it just needs a few more seasons under its belt. But how many more? Because people started saying that in like season four or five. And I get when you say it needs a few more seasons, but we're in season seven now, and they're the only franchise to have four OGs make it seven seasons. That is fucking crazy. You are right. And you got me there. Candace feels that- like a Sonia who is an OG, you know? Like, yeah. come season 12, Candace will be a Sonya who feels like an OG. Right. Well, look yeah. what happened in New York as it crossed that, like, season 10 threshold. So I think a lot of these iconic seasons we're talking about, like, made it through this, like, seasons maybe 6 through 9 or 10, right? And Hey, listen, so New York strong. season 11 was iconic. <laughs> there, <laughs> fucking I, you know what? I had a good time. I actually had a decent time during 13, and I felt like maybe... I started rewatching 13 last night. I watched two episodes, and I was like, this had the makings of a I really like fucking Ebony. season. I liked Ebony, her first episode, like, when they were, like, saying goodbye to each other at Sonia's house, and it sh- just showed all the clips of them fighting in the Hamptons. I was like, this <laughs> is fucking good! Uh, what could have been? Remember, we were so excited after that premiere, Mo. Oh my god, so excited! We were like, I was foaming at the fucking mouth. Like it was just to me, it was good. And then we thought that Heather Holla Mama Thompson was going to stay for the full time. She did not. No, she did not. That was that was no, where it started. Hey, to, like that's where it started. Hey, to, like, Mama. Oh, uh, but okay. Read now. Give us your top three favorite housewives so far of what you've seen. Okay. I, I had a top three and then I realized that it was missing the best housewife of all time. So I've got a three and then I've got like a bonus fourth. All right. Okay. So my top three of all time, I have to put Nene Leakes in there and I have to put her at like number one. I just think she has probably been the funniest, most naturally like funny and just warm person to watch on my screen. I love her. Um, coming in at a very close second, Kim Richards. I just have never seen chaos magic like that play out on television it is just it's terrifying and beautiful at the same time this is chaos magic wanda and then um my third is karen huger the grand dame i just i will always be a karen stan (laughs) i just love her so much um and then bonus fourth 
sorry, Countess Luann, you got kicked out of the top three, but I just love Countess Luann so much. I think she is hilarious. Um, is that a buffalo coming down the stairs? Then you can't take it off. What if you change your mind? I just don't want it to happen. What is that? Is that a buffalo coming down the stairs? The delusion. Reed saying, Reed saying all the right things right now. I mean, come on now. Come on. Thank you. And I, yeah. It's called taste. And guess what? You have it. Luann is cringe and does tone deaf shit all the time. And then like, you're still rooting for her. Like you want her to get better. She takes like two steps forward, one step back. It's always like, damn, like you were so close. Like I want her to stop getting kicked out of clubs. Um, and, <laughs> stop and going to jail. <laughs> um, yeah. And I loved her on ultimate girls trip. I thought that was, I thought that was great. I saw her um, cabaret show in DC um, last year. Um, it was like her Christmas show. And let me tell you, it was just magical. Like it was pure magic. And then like finding out afterwards that she's still like, you know, she's Countess Luann. She like is iconic and amazing, but also is a shitty human. And like, just, like and she like skipped out on the bill at this like restaurant. In yeah, because DC. she's cheap like Sheree. Countess <laughs> Luann does not pay. She will not pay. Please. That is what's so funny is that she's Countess Luann and... Well, she started off this trajectory of like just being this holier than thou, like I am, I'm the countess, darling. And then it just goes to her going to fucking prison or jail, <laughs> going to rehab twice, like literally running down on a negligee with the boat, like Bethany said. <laughs> Crazy. Her music career is iconic. Ugh. And she's so just not in on the joke, which makes it like, I love a housewife who's not in on the joke. Like Dorit, not in on the joke at all. We love an oblivious housewife. We love like a kind of like flaccid, like doesn't, can't read the room. And I would argue that Karen Huger is very much that. (laughs) Like very much. Yeah. Karen Huger definitely has a level of delusion to herself. Oh, for Um, sure. But Karen Huger has, she has the best glow up in housewives history. And I didn't notice it until this new cast photo came out. She looks fucking stunning. She ate every girl in her 30s up. Incredible. All those girls. All the girls. Real quick. She looks unreal. Like I went right photo. to her in the center. That is a great cast photo. No, that's gorgeous. And their last cast photo is gorgeous. Like they they stay winning and that's why I I also Best stay. cast photo of all time, Potomac, the last one that they just did, Atlanta, that one in all black. Nothing compares to that. Absolutely. And then, I mean, the Salt Lake City one is really good, too. I'm Hello. loving the Salt Lake City one. Love I don't it. like just the one with, like, the snow background that looks like it was, like, Wait, my I have to read right now. Uh, it's, oh, it's, like, the one on, like, I think if it was just, like, I like the cast photo. It's iconic because of, like, what they use, like, the prop. I also um, love the New York one when they're in the subway. Yeah, I like that. That's one a too. really good one. The one with like Kristen Takeman. It's Bethany's first season. Oh, this one where they're like on like the white sand. Yeah, that looks like very much graphic design is my passion. Absolutely. <laughs> and I mean, we could have done a little better for my girls, but the one in the, the globe is the one cool. in the snow globe is so good. Cool oh, I love well, I mean, like, yeah. With that said, we need to get into the Salt Lake City trailer because well, uh, we haven't talked about first, it. First, we need we have one more question for Reed, which oh, is yeah. one of my favorites, which is what is your Bravo hot take? This gets the girls talking. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, this is um, really bad timing as we go into the Salt Lake trailer. But this is a safe I'm space. Going to say it. This is a safe space. And I'll preface it with this. I am so excited for this new season of Salt Lake. That trailer brought it. I think it's going to be great. I think the new faces are just really going to make this a great season. That being said, coming out of season two, right? Yeah, season two of Salt Lake, 
I learned a very important lesson about housewives. Just because there's a lot of drama does not necessarily mean it's good. And I could be saying something that you hate right now, but it was emotionally exhausting watching that season. Every, was it Sunday? Every Sunday I was like, please say next week on the season finale. And they would never (laughs) say it. They would never say it. We were also all watching Euphoria at that time. So it was those two back to back and the way that- Oh my gosh, yeah, no wonder I was, so I was really down. Um, But it was just very (laughs) draining. And these women clearly like hate each other. Like there's no sort of like, there's no redemption. Like they're not friends and they're all like trying to film. And it's just, it felt so nasty, but not like, obviously the other franchises have that, but it just, the chemistry, I guess, wasn't there, um, but it just felt very negative, And I just kind of walked out of that season feeling like I was excited that it was over. No, every, literally me and Zach, every Sunday I was like, I, I need a break, man. This is rough. Yeah. This is listen, tough. Listen, Reed, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. And I kind of like at that moment when I watched Salt Lake season two, I was like, by the end of it, I was like, I'm emotionally exhausted and I do not have the mental capacity to like get through this season. What is what is the line from Meredith? I do not have the mental capacity for this level of dissension. I'm not in a mental state for this level of dissension. Yeah, like, yeah. So, um, but I feel like in a binge mode format, it's going to be one of the best seasons of all time. Can I admit something? I have binged that season twice since it's come out on (laughs) Peacock and it's been like very recent and I've fallen asleep to it and I've been like this is a fucking phenomenal season of Housewives. It is just like that Zion trip, nothing more than that. (laughs) The way you're falling asleep to it though, I want to like see like I bet your eyes are like twitching underneath like your eyelids. Like (laughs) they're like fighting in like the garden or whatever. Oh, that is just such I mean, and then the Mary of it all. Like rewatching it, I'm like, Mary said some of those most profound things in her confessionals. Like her saying that like Whitney has this like thing with Lisa where she wants her to like her so fucking bad. And I watched that whole season. I'm like, she really does. Like so good. It's I'm gonna miss during the season, I was getting like over Mary, but I think it wasn't me getting over Mary. It was me getting over Mary fans. I oh, really yeah, like hated sure. Mary. She said some really inappropriate How things. Could she be but a fan of her, I don't. Yeah, I don't. People like so, and they want to see her on an Ultimate Girls trip. I, I, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It's like I think you can like acknowledge that like Mary's like a piece of shit, and you enjoy her on television without like making her seem like she's like the hero of the show. It's like no, weird. She's a, like, villain. Like, she's a villain. When she yeah. stood outside that window and looked at Heather and said, she doesn't even know she's chubby. <laughs> yeah, like, no, villain! She, was, she doesn't even know she's inbred. Yeah, know. inbred. Then she called her chubby later. She called her <laughs> chubby later. She yeah. called Jen a Mexican thug. She, like, I mean, she did all these horrible things. The way that she, like, talks, like, very, very, very low, like, like kind of in her throat. Like, like I'm, like, literally ear up to the TV trying to hear, like, what she's saying. Like, very low. I also rewatched, like, a little bit of the first season. I think that Peacock just played it, like, as I was sleeping, like, went into it. And when she was talking about, like, her mom in that situation, that's a crazy story. Like, that whole back thing when um, Heather was like, do you guys, like, want reconnect is there like a chance and she's like no not at all absolutely not what's crazy to me about that situation is i don't think that the mom didn't want her to marry the grandfather because she she wanted to marry because she cared about mary it was 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 dragon shit like some inbred fucking shit i don't even watch game of thrones and they all wanted to fuck a relative to get to the fucking throne and that no it's super house of the dragon it's very game of thrones 
If you come for me, I will send Jesus after you. Middle girl. <laughs> I feel so left out. I don't watch any of that stuff, but here we are. Oh, you need to. I tried yeah. once. I tried. I did like a season one like binge a long time ago, and I was like, this is fucking weird. It's you gotta get no Mo. You gotta like push through seasons one and two, and then once you get to season three, then you're like hooked. Any show that someone tells me I have to push through something to get to something good, I'm out, bitch. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, Miami. My, my Miami was <laughs> season two of Miami was really good. Actually, was season one yeah. though, where it was just like a dinner, like they so, eat each so other many, dinner every episode. There's so many season one housewives that happens live. Like he did like a live reunion on Watch What Happens Live. That was so chaotic. <laughs> never done one since <laughs> yeah no that's like the old shows like uh they used to do that for below deck every season southern charm used to do that yeah was, southern charm did that mm-hmm. for a long time that was the old way well we have a lot to talk about when it comes to potomac and salt lake city because we obviously missed you know we didn't come out with an episode when those trailers dropped and we and i'm sure none of you noticed not one of you noticed that we, didn't come out with an episode. <laughs> we obviously have shit to say so without further ado let's get into that's my opinion all right let's talk about the real housewives of salt lake city speaking of game of thrones this trailer gave me all the Game of Thrones feels like I was like, this is like, you know, fucking House Barlow versus House House like Marks. You know, it's like super like Oh my god, it was. It was like dragons, like it was like everything. Like I was like, oh my gosh. And then it, it just gave me full body chills. Let's take a little bit of a listen to the trailer really quick. Have either of you ever asked Jen if she's guilty of any of these charges? Any kind of law. Are you gonna go to jail for 11 years? Don't get my face. If I were you, I'd be real nice right now, especially if you want some money on your books. <gasps> Heather, you look like somebody locked you. Well, maybe somebody did. Stop being a condescending superior bitch. You you show up for me 100%. I'm sick of lies. That's what I'm sick of. That's a factor for me. Oh, no, I never heard that. Wait, are those her shoes? All right, guys, give me give me your thoughts on this trailer because I have fucking chills. Okay. I don't don't even know where to start because like it was, there was just so many moving parts. The alliances were shifting. Like you said, that slow Game of Thrones music starting up. I was bamboozled. I was shook. I was all of the fucking things. And I will say to me, the star of the trailer was Whitney Rose. She was in every scene. She's going to have her hand in a lot of pots this season. And I'm very excited to see Whitney and Lisa come together as a duo because of their hatred of like Jen Shaw on that whole side. And I'm really interested to see the demise of Whitney and Heather. Cause I didn't see that coming. And that push at the end of the episode, she pushed that woman. Like she was fucking she Hulk. And I was like, no, 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 ma'am. No, no, <laughs> no. <She-Hulk>. No, <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was, I mean, and like, it like, it like the screen like vibrated, like it was whole, <laughs> there was like drums and it was just like, yeah. Whitney's face though. She <laughs> cracked. cracked. She was shook. She was shook. She was, she was very Lisa Barlow. I, I'm shook right now. I felt like shook. Very that. It was the, I mean, the ending, running on the beach, 
the push, um, and then the friend of that what what's her aim what's this new friend um, i think it's angie there's two andy's so we get angie harrington from last season who was a friend of i don't think she's of. the angie one no she oh is she not dana 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 yeah i think that's we do our research here period <laughs> yeah, how, aren't there a, there's like a few friends this season. yeah there's three of them so i believe that one of them was supposed to be full-time this is my belief by it if you're a Housewives fan, you know that season three is when they get money. So I think that they just wanted to pay the OGs more money and have five instead of bringing in a new friend and giving her like 20K to fucking be a housewife, you know? Yeah. I mean, that line at the end of the episode, iconic. You better be nice to me if you want me to put money on your fucking books. <laughs> Work! Shook. She shook, shook the table, honey. All the girls were, they were, they were gagged for sure. I mean, you see Jen's face. In that she, like, Jen is usually not speechless. She usually has something to say or something to throw. And she was gagged, gooped. Like, she, you know, Dana gagged her a bit. She did. I mean, it didn't even feel like a rehearsed read. It felt like off the cuff. Yeah. I mean, the phrase on your book. Last season with uh, Meredith, like, who's calling who a fraud? Love, Love you, baby. baby. Bye. 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 Oh. Also, that one of the moments in the trailer that I posted on the Instagram was the funniest to me when Meredith was like, I've been played. And when he's like, by who? By you. Me? (laughs) (laughs) Like, so those two are just, they were like line reading to each other. It was a fucking improv. Like, I can't. I think what's funny is, um, and why Mo and I love Salt Lake so much. And like, uh, a lot of, a lot of people like it and it's like very hyped up, you know, there's a big fan base to it, but a lot of people, there is a little bit of haterade. I can't believe I just used that word. <laughs> <laughs> there's a little bit of like some kind of like hate hating on um, Salt Lake sometimes. Um, and I feel like the reason why I love it so much is because it's filling that chaotic Rony void. Like it's super like, like these women, like you can't make them up. Like you can't write them. Like you can write like a Kyle Richards. You can write like a Teresa Judice. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like all those people are like, you know, New Jersey, this is the typical New Jersey person. I'm going to like, you know, they have all the stereotypes. Salt Lake is just so mess and then so is new york they're just like you can't make the shit up it's like crazy it is and you they like outdo themselves constantly it's like the first season was so fucking good season two it's like what the fuck is going on season three it's like i don't even care about the jen shaw stuff i don't care about any of the jail stuff like i want the fights i want that that's gonna be so good i i love salt lake i just i think with in context to everything else i'm watching i would not even like it's not in my top three. Um, I feel kind of like, I don't hate, I don't, I'm not drinking haterade, but I'm not drinking scannerade like, <laughs> either, you know? Um, but maybe season three will be like what kind of proves it to me, you know? Oh, season I, three I, could be a turning, like it, it's either going to go will be. toward in, into like, you know, a I think it's going to catapult like, it into, because that's what it did for Potomac. Season three for Potomac catapulted it into like, the fandom's one of the favorite franchises. That's when, like, yeah. Candace came in. That's when all the Monique stuff st- started happening. Like, that's one of the best seasons in Housewives. I think the reverse could be true as well, you know? Like, yeah. Give up, uh, to continue, so. Which, like, I mean, with a trailer like that, they better give us a Oh, absolutely. Season. I think they have a seat. And, I mean, me and Zach com- come from, like, the same place of just, like, standing Lisa Barlow, and she is quickly becoming one of my top ten favorite Housewives. She's rising up there, guys. Oh, my <laughs> God. Talk about not being in on the joke. She is so delusional. She is so <laughs> messy. That she fucking... Is, okay, I fell in love with her when she was... And then they introduced her, and she was driving with her family around from drive through to drive through because everybody wanted, like, something different. And she was like... 
I, I'm not the typical mom. I don't uh, feed my kids. I just like love. Yeah, that scene is one of my favorite scenes. And then when she is doing um, driving lessons with her son, and they pull into the parking lot, she's like, "I'll take an e- I'll take a diet coke, easy ice with like lemon, twenty two ounce diet coke." And like that quote lives rent free in my fucking mind. Like I I say it all the time. And every night when I come home from work, I have a diet coke, easy ice with lemon, and it is the most I'm like relaxing thing. I I, I get the shakes if I don't have it. Daily. I love a Diet Coke. I love it. Arkansas. I'm a Diet Coke girly. I mean, what solidified her as one of my favorite housewives was really that hot mic moment. As soon as that happened, I was like, this is going to go down in housewives history. That bitch just fucking lost her shit, did not know the cameras on the mic were on her, and she ruined a 20-year friendship. <laughs> like, come it's on. It's truly one of those things where I just haven't bought it yet, but I'm going to buy it literally for my apartment. It needs to be framed. I want that fucking framed. I want that whole hot mic moment framed and i want people to come into my home and i want to be like this is lisa barlow's hot mic moment it's a lot i mean it's a lot andy it's a lot lot. (laughs) yeah uh i mean i'm really excited for salt lake i'm excited to start like recapping it i think that with salt lake and potomac coming up we are really just continuing this golden era of housewives truly truly speaking of potomac Let's talk about the Potomac season seven trailer. We talked about the cast photo. The cast photo is literally jaw jaw dropping, breathtaking, the iconic, legendary. Ate the house down boots, like <laughs> everything in the book. Like I mean, when that leaked, they uh, who at Bravo HQ is leaking all the shit. This is the most leaks I've ever seen. Well, you know what happened was YouTube TV updated the photo for the new season before it came out. So that Sunday, someone screen grabbed it and. Put it no on. way fucking youtube tv man well <sighs> i've already seen like um their new intros like they're spinning and stuff oh i didn't even see that yeah it was on twitter wow someone's pissed at bravo you mean, seriously well were they're leaking it packed. to get like fucking, and, and, yeah. andy cohen pissed off one of them bottoms in production <laughs> <laughs> one of the bottoms that he gives like the episodes early too yeah no seriously uh no uh his his son ben got pissed for not letting him watch it <laughs> have you ever seen that clip where he's like dad let me watch it he's like yeah no this is the real house of salt lake city you have to go to bed oh so funny sounded just like him there um <laughs> Zach's impressions are top notch i was told i was uh quoting uh kyle in this new like episode with uh one of my coworkers at work and he was like that was disgustingly accurate like never do that again wait give it to us give us the quote mama i was like i was like i don't fucking care <laughs> stop she was crying kyle Three. you know, you know like, me. Three, you i know lost me. it when she did that i mean i lost it when dorit's just the camp just responds to kyle you know me Ah. <laughs> uh. Those two. <laughs> but let's let's get back to Potomac. Let's talk yeah. about this trailer. Let's play a little bit of a clip from the trailer. Man have tried me, and I felt like he was trying to see if I was with it. He's a sneaky link. You want to say that my husband made you feel uncomfortable? 100%. Giselle is dead to me. I didn't do anything. I found a house with Michael. This is not no damn divorce. You don't buy a house with a man that you're divorcing. I've been trying to get in touch with Michael and I cannot reach him. I'm going to be responsible for the well-being of these two kids. Anybody doesn't want to have anything to do with her family. I can't say he's a good man. You got to put your health first. Push yourself too much. What you will not do is with my mother. You understand me? I will whoop your ass in this place. Oh, oh, oh. 
bitch. Our class remains unmatched. You want to take a shot with us? You can bear shit in the woods? Okay. Yeah. Does a frog have a watertight asshole? What? Huh? Does a frog have a watertight asshole? So what do we think about this trailer? I really enjoyed it. Personally, I didn't enjoy it as it didn't give me full body chills like um, previous Potomac trailers. Like I was just showing at a pregame <laughs> in San Francisco, uh, <laughs> the Potomac season four trailer, because I was like, you have to watch this. Like, this is so good. I mean, when it starts, doesn't it start with the Wendy Williams thing? Or that's it's like halfway like, through. I think that's the mid season trailer, which is also just so iconic. Oh, the Michael Darby of it all. I mean, this trailer to me, Salt Lake was better, but I think the season's going to be just as good. We have infidelity. We have divorce. We have Chris DMing people. I, the girls. The men are cheating on uh, alliances are shifting here as well. Uh, yeah, you have Candace and Candace. Oh, I am shook, uh, and I'm excited for it. I'm super excited for the Candace and Ashley. I feel like those are two powerhouses that if they came together, mm-hmm. they'd be unstoppable. I'm not a I'm not a Candace fan, and I think if she could become friends with Ashley, who I absolutely love, I think I might start really liking her too. Ashley Darby is just such a good housewife. Like she is all the makings of like an icon, but also just like still a regular person, which I think is so funny. Like she posted a picture of her and her friends going to like a Backstreet Boys concert. And I'm like, you just don't look like a housewife. And I think it's so funny that you are one, but those two, I think are going to really shake the table because their mouthpieces are unmatched. unmatched. I'll tell you what I'm most excited for about this season is my girl, Shasha underrated queen i love sharice i think sharice is shady as fuck she's a fucking bitch uh who has a champagne room not not i i i wish but like you know and not like a champagne like vault like heather debro has you know like a champagne like room like this the champagne room like um like when i was like moving into like my one house like i had like an extra bedroom and i was like i kind of want to make this like my champagne room. Like, I want to make it, like, a cute little, like, kiki area. That's um, a level of wealth that not many people have. No. And she's it. just, like, yeah, so shady. And I know that she's going, like, the fact that she snagged, like, a friend of spot and there was talks of her snagging a flute. The fact that she has a cast photo is, like... Yeah, like, the bitch is going to bring it. Oh, for sure she's going to bring seems it. like, nostalgia is kind of in with Bravo right now. Like, there's so many different franchises bringing back kind of like an OG that gets, like, everybody really excited to kind of see how they mix things up with the new people. Well, here's like, yeah. here's my opinion on that. And um, with, with I guess, with the older ones, like, mm, like Brandy or, you know, like, that time, like, pre, like, the chaos of Housewives Twitter, I feel like right now, like, Housewives fans are, like, bravo's like own worst enemy it's like it, it everyone they're hearing a million opinions and then they like fired you know tamra they fired vicky they're firing like these heavy hitters like dorinda tamra vicky all those people and they're about to do the same thing to fucking lisa renna and then in two seasons they realize when the fans are like when there's no one stirring the pot the fans are like this is boring like i'm like well you ran them off the show you ran yeah, them off need, the show they need to give them time to like just just give it time. Like, don't fucking fire someone so quickly because, like you said, we're going to bring them back regardless. So it looks stupid that you fired Tamara and then waited two seasons to where they were flops and be like, oh, let's bring her right back. Right. And I know I'm I'm so scared that Beverly Hills is going to enter a flop era again because of how the fans have treated this current season. I don't know. I do not want Lisa Renna gone. Like, I do not want I her don't gone. either. I think it's ridiculous and it makes no sense. You do? Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> 
And listen, Rena. Let's get into it, guys. Let's let, let's get ready to rumble. Oh my god. Okay, wait. Anything else on Potomac? Let's just go right into Beverly Hills because we've been waiting. <laughs> we've been waiting. That's all my opinions on Potomac. Listen, we're excited for Potomac. The cast photo was great. Let's get into fucking Beverly Hills. <laughs> all right. Without further ado, let's get into the realities of Beverly Hills because apparently we have a lot to discuss with Reese. Yes. <laughs> just felt attacked and that she felt like she had to that there was like victims 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 and she feels like you know yeah, but guess what there are she wants her group of friends to have compassion for her but why can't she show compassion for them you do really you did read that article today right yeah you read it so you see that there's not always just cut and dry right there is no misunderstanding of her position wait a minute and i'm now understanding that that's your position and that's fine my position is this i don't know all the information neither do you i live with a moral compass and i like to know that the people i surround myself with share that all right, let's talk about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Previously on It's About Bravo, Reed said that he does want Lisa Rinna fired. So we're going to talk about it. <laughs> on the last episode of It's About Bravo. Well, you know, Rinna has been uh, a favorite for me, like in the beginning. Um, she's really driven the story forward in Beverly Hills. So I totally like give her her flowers for that. Lately, she's just been kind of not doing it for me. I don't really feel like she's the chaos agent she used to be. She's trying really hard to be, um, but I'm just kind of sick of it. Uh, I, I think that I would be fine with her being out. I think with Beverly Hills in general, I would like a, a, a mix up. There's a large cast right now. I think that's kind of a double-edged sword. A and lot of dead weight there. Yeah. There's a lot. I think it was a good three. And I and think one of them is Ms. Cherie, who hasn't spoken all season. <laughs> see, I thought maybe Cherie might see herself onto the cast. She didn't even see herself on a confessional. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if she's seeing herself anywhere. I was watching this episode and I was like, she got paid for this? What? Yeah, I, w- I mean, she literally, like, I was watching this episode, I was like, she literally just, like, stood in the background. like She's watching and, and, like and, we are. And I had a lot of high hopes for her in the beginning when she first got introduced. I thought she was going to be, like, really, really good, and I thought that she was going to possibly snag a diamond. I mean, Dorinda Deadly was already photoshopping her into, like, all the artwork, which I was here for, you know? Um, but slowly but surely, especially with this Aspen trip, I'm not, not, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure yeah, about it. I didn't even notice when she walked into, uh, Wasabi Ginger, whatever the fuck that place was called. <laughs> when she, when she walked in, I was like, wait, she's still here? <laughs> What's going At on? At any given time, though, like a good three to four of them are kind of bleeding into the background because there's so many of them mm-hmm. that, like, it, like, it can't be Sutton acting out and Diana and Erica and, um, Lisa. Like, it's usually like a mixture, but, and there's the rare occasion where they all go crazy, right? But wonderful. <laughs> well, listen, with this last episode, I think it's so funny that everyone hates the, you know, whatever, four or five. Um, and this last episode, everyone was like, such a good episode. Felt like old school housewives when those four were the majority of the episode. It was about them the entire time, a little bit about Kathy, but they're kind of the anchors for me. Yeah, I just, I think that, um, I think that everyone on Twitter needs to take a beat. I think that we need to like, you know, reflect and like, be like, all right. Like, instead of like immediately grabbing your phone and tweeting, like, fuck, they need to be fired. Blah, 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 blah. Like settle down. Let's, let's revisit this and see like, 
let's look at the facts. Let's look at the facts. And the facts are, the facts are that Rena, Erica, Kyle, Dory, they carried that episode. They've been carrying the Aspen trip on their backs. Sutton, Garcelle, Garcelle was a mute this episode. Um, Sutton was, Sutton was mute this episode. Crystal, I will say, um, I know we've been a little bit hard on Crystal, but she's having a good second half. I will say like, you know, in like drag race when they're lip syncing for their lives and then they throw in like a death drop at the very end. Like that is what. (laughs) No, I have no idea. what I have no idea. what that's (laughs) No. Oh, this isn't. Oh, this isn't that kind of podcast. No, this is, this is uh, supposed to be on Barstool. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Not that. Um, They do have a game. Yes. To your point, (laughs) to your point, Reed. Yes. um, I think that she's busting out the stunts i do yeah. too and i think that she had a little bit of a sleeper second half of the season because you can remember crystal had she had a rough first half with her just not saying what sutton said it was just really fucking boring i was like girl i don't want any part of you she really brought it though this aspen trip she has shown that she ain't the one she's gonna call him out i think she's still done though and maybe even by her own decision um i don't think she fucks with the the drama as much i think and- she will be a friend maybe yeah yeah but hey, listen, you might be right about Sutton and Garcelle kind of being mute this these episodes in Aspen, but overall, I feel, and I am team Garcelle and Sutton, uh, I think Dorit could go. Uh, no, no, get him off, get him get him off, off the Zoom. Kick him off the Zoom. Erica could go too. Get him, get him off. <laughs> Who invited this guy on this show? This is why I said all those things earlier that you love because I knew you were getting to <laughs> he was Mo, he was buttering us up. We've been bamboozled. Now, he used like foreplay in the beginning. <laughs> I know we're not bringing sweet nothings into my ear only to like fucking do this. You were caught. You were caught. What is going on? Erica can stay. Okay, thank you. You're in. <laughs> um, right. No, to me, like. I'm totally, I'm team everybody on this cast except for Diana and I think Cherie can yeah. go too because they haven't really done anything. Um, the last few episodes, I've been very team Rena. I thought she was hilarious when she was talking about getting stoned and <laughs> forcing Cherie to have a fucking gummy. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> and then her strutting around Aspen in that McQueen coat. Come yeah, on now. Was, she was oh. walking like a Sim. It was so funny. <laughs> yes. Here's, oh. here's my thing. Um, if they do get rid of Rena, they do get rid of Rena. They can only do so if they do one thing, and that is bring back Brandy Glanville. You cannot get rid of Lisa Rena, who is a heavy hitter, who is a shitster, who is chaotic evil. She's an agent of chaos. And I'm glad you brought that up, Zach. Let me transition to slide two. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Bring Buckle back up. Brandy. Okay. Andy. You won me back over. You're in. You're in again. Because Brandy, to me, is... Brandy is low-key in, like, my top five housewives, and she's always been. She is an icon. She's chaotic. She is disgusting. Yeah. She's a disgusting human, but I love her. She needed to be on timeout. I was I was getting at my limit, but now oh, I, like, sure. it's like a drug addict. Like, I kind of, like, miss it She'd be in jail bit. if she was still on the show. Like, no. She absolutely needed to leave. She Get needed a break, but, like, I think it's time. I think it's, and I think it's very possible, because it seems like, I mean, it seems like all the Ultimate Girls trip girls on season two, at least, are getting their bag back. It seems like they use that as an audition, and they got the part. 
A lot of them got the part. They fucking Leah Michelle <laughs> funny girl that shit like hardcore. <laughs> they Leah Michelle opening night at Funny Girl. They got a standing ovation four fucking times. I think Brandy needs to come back full time. I don't want no friend up shit. I don't want no guest up shit. I want full time. Oh, I, want- I will say, I will say, I just have to acknowledge. I think it's really funny. The it's about Bravo Leah Michelle funny girl pipeline. Yeah. Like, why do we bring that bitch up every episode? <laughs> we, I mean, I started fucking singing Funny Girl a few episodes ago. I love <laughs> Leah Michelle. I'm sorry. I know she's, ca- I know she's canceled sometimes, but I love her. I've never <laughs> seen Glee, so I don't know anything about her. Jesus you know that she's Christ. literate. Right? <laughs> I know she can't read, but that's about <laughs> it. You know she can sing, right? Yeah, apparently really well. <laughs> Insert <laughs> clip of Leah Michelle belting here. Buddy, don't know. literally um but yeah you know i think when it comes to all let's talk about casting again um erica i think that she is as jennifer lawrence said absolutely evil and you know what i want to see it it's entertaining i'm sorry the villains need to be on the show villains need to be on the show erica is playing a crazy villain i saw I forget what Paige posted. I think it was Queens by Bravo or whatever. Asked, of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> asked Michael Rappaport a question on Watch Rappin's Live, basically being like, you called Kenya a villain, uh, villain, but like you like praise, um, you praise Erica all the time. And it, it, like True. Erica was with him um, on the show. And I'm like, guys, listen, I know Michael Rappaport isn't everyone's cup of tea and need, he's not really my cup of tea either but i love what thing i do like about michael rapaport is his passion about how the housewives game is played he knows how it's supposed to be played and in that moment where he was talking to kenya i don't think he was dragging kenya i think he was like you know you're the villain like you're that part that like i don't think he would want kenya fired so no, like he said I think, that too though he yeah. said stop firing housewives like stop prematurely like, firing them like, guys it's like i don't think he was saying that negatively about kenya and i think that he also views erica as a villain and i think that's why he likes her so much on the show like i think that's why he thinks she's such a heavy hitter you know no i totally agree with you i think that like we need a villain we need someone to hate and erica this whole like the legal case and everything she is she's a moment you need a she's new camp she <laughs> you need a new villain um we don't we don't we had three on the show diana we had like three we did not need a new one but hold on what about like maybe this is me with my tinfoil hat on but i what about the rumors about christine quinn obsessed obsessed her and erica had a really great chemistry on watch what happens live i watched that one and i just feel like erica needs some backup if she's really gonna do this villain thing like those two together diabolical you don't need renna anymore well that's the thing is if they get rid of erica they need to bring somebody in or get rid of renna they need someone 
in who's going to be Erica's friend. Like, she doesn't have very many on this show who are her true, like, ride or dies. Like, Dorit showed this episode that she was. But having Christine Quinn on, I mean, the fashions alone would fucking gag me. Gag. A fashion show with fashions. There'd also, fashions. hold on. Back it up, because we skipped over this way too fucking easily, Mo, because Erica's not your number one housewife. Dorit is your number one housewife. And Reed did say that Dorit can go. And we have to talk about that. because I, I didn't know that she was your number one. Um, <sighs> Listen, I just think she needs a better storyline. I don't think she needs a storyline because her storyline is being the campy Dorit. side character. I mean, my Twitter currently is Dorit, so I should show her. It is. Time. And you did respond to my tweet where I, she, I said she was number one. So don't lie on my podcast. <laughs> well, and and we would not have Homeless Not Toothless. We would not, not have Wind Chimes. We would not have any of that if Dorit was not on the show. So please, please, to all oh, the people who want Dorit. Fire. I don't want to like Thanos snap her out of Housewives <laughs> existence. Like I have loved her up until about now. So I just... Maybe I need to be sort of like reawakened with Dorit, you know? I think that like everyone has their role. And Dorit's role is never to be like the main one in the storyline, never to be the main fight. She's the one that's, you know, comes in. She does stir the pot a little bit. She chooses sides. She gives us camp. She gives us fashion. Her confessionals are funny. Her husband is there and he's funny sometimes too. Hey, I think that, stop. I love my PK. No, I'm saying, you know, he is there and he's also, I think he plays a role as well. And I think that there are two con artists who are incredible and they've made <laughs> yeah. that. Yes. Those two, those two are cons. And I don't know how that house of cards has not fallen yet. I know. Some, <laughs> some, someone tweeted like when the Erica Jane step was at its height, they were like, Dorit up next. And I nope. just like lost it. <laughs> oh, you know, Dorita's shaking in those fucking Chanel boots. She's up to episode. that. I mean, she's up to that. Uh, and anyways, Dorit should get a fucking second season for that outfit alone in that fucking, what was that shop called? Orge? Orgy? Stop what? it. We're like, Weibo Wasabi or something like that. No, that one, not that one. The no, other not one. not the hat shop, which I would never want to be invited to, but... Um, no, that looked like it was in the middle of, like, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, you would make I thought it looked. There. I thought it looked kind of fun when I saw... No, I'm talking about hat. the very chic shop when she was like, they only have this in, like, Aspen. It's so and... chic. It's so chic. And then it's I was so thinking chic. about Diana and how she hates going into stores. And I was just like... <laughs> oh, I didn't even... And she's like, oh, it's beautiful. And I'm just like... <laughs> I didn't she's even like, think about that. You no, know, she's having like agoraphobia right now. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, seriously, I wasn't even. I, I did not even think about that. That is really funny, actually. Um, <laughs> I oh, Zermatt. She said they have it in Aspen, Zermatt, and she goes, "I go to your store in Zermatt all the time." I'm like, where the fuck is Zermatt? <laughs> I just love her so much. Oh, I and do you know, too. but I do. I would love. I mean, I do love the campy. You know, her one-liners and everything like that, but. The edge that she had in season seven, when you watch those old clips, like we posted it on our Instagram, just like a highlight reel. Like, I mean, the boat in Hong Kong, like, I mean, yeah. when she's like, you're not very nice. You're stoic. You're cold as ice. Why the <laughs> fuck would I want to be friends with you? I'm like, and now you're sitting, now you're ditching Kyle at Weibo Wasabi or whatever the fuck it is for that. Listen, I thought that her ditching Kyle and, like, choosing Erica's side, like, was, I don't know what, like, a friend does. Like, her and Kyle are actual, like, they're, like, sisters. They're very close. So it's like, listen, I don't need to go to your fucking hat store. I don't need to stay in your house. I do it all the time when we're off camera. Let me stick by someone's side who has no one with them. It was the only thing. It was like, I'm going to go take care of her while you take all the other girls on the fun thing. But Kyle's too fucking dense to realize that because... Kyle's so about herself. That's all she cares about. Even last episode when she was fighting with Erica, she wasn't like, oh, it's about the victim. She was like, I can't defend you anymore. So it's now about how I'm looked in the public eye. It's not how I, you are. 
I liked that she did that though, because I think that's what a lot of us were thinking. I'm like, Erica, can you not like show any remorse? I loved when Kyle was kind of like, okay, I'm putting my foot down. Cause Kyle is just someone who never holds her friends accountable. It's just like, they're this little girls group over here, this little clique and they're like inseparable. And so I liked seeing her kind of separate a little bit. I did too. I like the, the like we saw like almost a demise of it this episode where they were like all kind of fighting and they were shifting alliances, but they all kind of came back together because that's like what real friends do. So that's why I think this episode was so good because we got that insight of it. I also like think that in fairness to Kyle, like I know Kyle's also had a rough season, but I love Mean Girl Kyle. But in fairness to Kyle, it's not just like it wasn't just like the Dorit situation. She like right at like right before that was the Kathy thing. Kathy had just stormed out, yelled at her, you know, all that kind of stuff. They just had the night before. It was, I think it was just like kind of like one of those things, where, like when it rains, it pours. And I don't think Kyle would have reacted to Dorit the same way if all those. Oh, yeah. Things had for, it was like a pile on for sure. Yeah. But to me, with like the Kathy thing is why didn't you say anything in the moment? Like Kathy kind of told her not to. But like Lisa Rhino clearly did that on purpose. So why didn't you oh, say anything? Yeah. In the tequila gate. I mean, like. <laughs> Just order her tequila. Like, just be. I mean, nice. Lisa Renna's an asshole. So mean and like, I, I'm so. It was just no, but that's that's the one that was, I love. I loved tequila. it. It's my friend Kendall Jenner. So there's like a tequila high biscuits pineapple jalapeno drink. Ooh, can I try yeah. a little shot of that 818 tequila? I want yes. to see what that tastes like. Uh, and I just want to try it because it's my friend Kendall Jenner tequila. So I, I just haven't tried it. Come on. I cannot believe what she just said. Sweet, sweet. It's like candy. I just want to try Kendall Jenner's tequila. And then when she was just like piling on, it's like, it's so sweet. It's like candy. She's like, oh, it's good. Uh, But that's what makes Lisa Renna a good housewife is that she does shit like that. And she knew knew it was going to piss Kathy off. I lived. Yeah, uh, also, like, Erica had just packed up all her shit and, like, left Kyle's house. Like, I mean, like, talk about that scene, though. Like, that was probably but, all the stuff she owned. <laughs> I was like, wow. Dragger, Monique, dragger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on now, funny. Um, that scene, though, like, them packing it up, I was like, this is some good ass shit. This is, like, some behind the scenes shit. Like, Dorit gets throwing everything in a bag. I was like, ugh. Also, Erica on that store, but she was like, I love this pink one. It's so good. And the guy was like trying to sell it to her because like I'm a clothes salesman. I know. I was thinking the entire time. I was like, she can't afford it, babe. Maybe she just wants that. She's like, "Uh, I just want to live vicariously through you, Diana. Just buy it. No, just buy some Van Cleef clothes. (laughs) And I love how Diana was like, no, you're poor. Diana was like, no, I only buy vintage Van Cleef, like the real expensive kind that was owned by like diplomats and queens, like 100k plus jewelry so i'm not buying that cheap little 5k shit in the store you know what i loved is like <laughs> like all these girls are like you know erica the victims like don't you feel bad for the victims like and everything and she's like don't you want to celebrate me today my case <laughs> was dropped in illinois it was dropped in illinois Everyone. and i'm like and they're like and i just love like this is where crystal had me this episode where she's like in the confessional and she's like um it was dropped in illinois and it's getting refiled in california the lawsuit's not over like what you're delusional <laughs> i also love when renna came into the pizza shop and uh, erica looks at her and says dismiss without prejudice <laughs> like, what does that even mean <laughs> what does that mean a girl uh, also one of my new favorite erica quotes and i've been quoting this a lot the past few days is from last week's episode when she just goes cite it <laughs> like just 
Last episode when she was like storming when she was storming out of that party in that fucking dress, drunk as fuck. (laughs) That was pure camp. They want me to feel something. They want me to fucking feel some way. (laughs) Cause everyone says I should back down. I'm sorry, she's giving me Betty Davis villain like realness. Like she's giving me like whatever happened to fucking baby Jane, like like just that. Corella everything the, the drama and also like a little bit of the penguin from batman like there's a yeah. <laughs> and they're like you know those reaction twitter accounts that like describe it very specifically so if you can find it with keywords yeah it was like her like sounding like a duck laughing and like the, the, the very descriptive keywords were like erica jane impersonating danny devito as the penguin in batman returns 1992 <laughs> No, fucking good. Knows and everything. I mean, like every. She's giving you villain. She's giving you like, yeah, Tim Burton Batman villain. (laughs) You know, like her Joker origin story. Yeah, this this is yeah, this is her origin story for sure. Like, I mean, there's just so many times like I was gagged, and I think that's like when Kyle was like, "Girl, what the fuck? Like, stop! Like, what the fuck? Like, what are you saying? Like, she's like, she's like, who said it? Like, when she was like, um." Don't you feel like sorry? And she's like, who? <laughs> like, like, and, and in her face, she's like genuinely <laughs> curious. Like, for who? Like, who are you talking about? I'm like, um, the airline. Or when she was like, they're like, not my victims. <laughs> like, okay, I mean, she, can we talk real quick about Kyle's like gagged look that she always does? Like, her jaw just like pops open. It's like, like yeah. just every time anything crazy happens. She just wants to be a reaction meme so fucking bad. And like, you're not in any league, sis. Like, please. It, it is up. funny. It is funny when you like notice how like like in the Atlanta reunion episode, like you can tell like there was one scene where I was like, Candy, like you want a gif, like you want like a meme mm-hmm. when she had her eyes rolling and she was like, she was in that eye roll for 30 seconds. Like it was a long time. And I was like, like they got it. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting I was like, they got it? The only candy a gif that I use is when she has that like curly red wig and she looks forward and she's like, uh, yeah, I know it. I know exactly what you're talking about. And she's in the kitchen. I use that. When she's in her. When she's office. in her Rihanna era, loud. Uh, well, uh, Doctor Wendy in Potomac is like always trying to get like a one liner liner in. I don't know if she's trying to get a meme or what, but well, no, they don't work because she was barely in that fucking trailer. Where the fuck was school? Wendy? Is she the one that got the wa- the gl- the drink? Thrown yeah, on that her? was her claim to fame in the trailer. Getting they love to throw show. shit over there with the, st- the salad and. <laughs> But I will say I did. There was one line in that trailer that Dr. Wendy said that did make me chuckle. And it's, you don't even see her say it, but you know, it's Wendy and you know who she's talking about. She's I like, know exactly crater face, what, bitch. I knew exactly what you were going to say <laughs> before you said it. Crater face. I think that that's after the drink throw. Crater face, crater face, bitch. I was like, oop, she talking about Miss Mia. <laughs> Mia. Like, we oh, no. Uh, oh, my God. Um, Back to... um. Back to Beverly Hills. Reed, uh, you're making a switch to the format, and I like this. Like, we're just, like, not... We're just going We off, are... And guys, like, let us know what you think, because bring shit up so i'm I, we've to- so we've talked about doing this before so honestly dm us if you like us going in chronological order or if you like this because i'm into this right now so let's keep this going uh, yes. um not storing those fucking hats why was kyle so obsessed with it why did they light them on fire also the whole tequila of it all did kyle and kathy fight off camera 
Guys, I know you guys are really like upset about the wasabi of it all, but I thought that hat store was really cool. Like it's like you're drinking, you're like wearing cowboy hats, you're in It was Aspen, cool, but it's not cool like, enough for her to like break down and cry because someone didn't show up to No, like, but please. like I mean, I would like I think it's like more of like, yeah, like an experience. It's like something you want everyone to experience and like have a fond memory of like, you know, everyone together yeah, and this like, is like Kyle's Kyle's camp, camp. you know, like yeah. she brought them all and she wants to show them in her mind like this is her town and and I think she's just heard that this thing she was really looking forward to, they didn't show up to. I will say, um, Mauricio in the hats, um, mm. with, with or without, you um, know, broke back mountain me. Fuck me as hard as um, you can, Mauricio. It doesn't please. matter, but the hat helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, him like breaking up the fight between Dorit and Kyle, the sexual chemistry between so Dorit and Mauricio. Woo! Those like, like, he's like my so side chick. He's like my side chick is acting up right now. Like, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> She's acting up my fucking wife's house. I gotta put a pin in this. Ugh. Oh my god. Um, yeah, like let's also talk about more of the Erica of it all with like the earrings. Like she's literally like wearing. The fact the that she was wearing them when Dorit said, "Are you wearing the earrings?" She's like, "Yeah, they're mine." She's <laughs> like, "Been mine, been mine for fifteen years." I'm like, oh, I, "This is where I'm like." I'm like, Erica, they're not telling you that you're guilty. They're not saying anything like that. Like, why? I don't understand why she can't see that, like, she can just be like, this was bought with fucking, like, horrible money. Like, this was bought with, like, taint. It's, it's tainted. Blood it's dark-sided. Like, like, throw it. it. There is blood on that money. But also, did you see that? Um, so, those earrings, the money didn't even go to victims. It just went to Tom Girardi's bankruptcy. So like it like a third party is holding the earrings just to pay off like all of the bankruptcies that he has. I think she tried to say that on the episode. She was trying yeah. to explain that like a while back she offered to hand them over or something. Yeah, it was kind of confusing. Yeah, and then I like a lot when she was saying, you can tell when she kept saying like any she repeats this line a lot. Anyone who was legitimately hurt needs to be paid, which is obviously a line that her lawyers are feeding to her. So a lot of the things that she's saying is shit that her lawyer is saying that she has to say and when she was like there's shit lit that shit that i can't legally say and you guys want me to and i can't do it like i'm being fucking sued by the entire country i mean she's I taking that roxy heart role to heart you know she, she is, is. She, could, she could be more empathetic without you know compromising what she's limited I, to saying she just doesn't want to be like, and that's her ego and that's i mean these are like i mean i guess every housewife has one you know but i think like like she said she was em- empathetic at the reunion last year she said it once or twice this um season and i think if she continues to harp on the yeah i feel bad for these victims there's victims there's victims then she's saying that there is victims and that it's true that they weren't paid so like if she's admitting any guilt and any kind of empathy to the fact that these victims weren't paid then she takes ownership of the victims if that makes sense yeah like she was but, even like twisting over her words when she was with diana she was like i can't even I, there's shit i can't say but she's like it's not my problem it's tom's and like he did this not me but it's already like, keys did it but she she benefited from it he created your career like you did this through his funding whether you like it or not would yeah, y'all give up the earrings it's just, would i yeah <laughs> i would i absolutely would like i think it would show a lot of like good faith to do something that i like these people are so i know she's going through a lot and so maybe she's an exception but these people are all so wealthy why are you being so stingy like there are like so many people that were hurt from this and even the smallest symbolic gesture of like good faith 
could go a long way i think but i mean they're just I, but like wouldn't that just like, like it's, yeah like wouldn't that just like look better for you like anyway like you're getting she's like i'm getting so much hate you wouldn't be if you would give up the fucking earrings like that's her lawyers not wear them the next day admission of guilt her lawyers are probably like it's an admission of guilt if you like donate or something yeah well, no she can't well, give don't any don't fucking wear them herself don't right, fucking don't wear them <laughs> the wearing them is truly where like, she unhinged unhinged like uh, crazy oh my god I mean, wearing them wearing them is one thing but wearing them the very next morning <laughs> it's another thing your apartment girl and i said <laughs> wear them in the pool house you live in mama don't fucking so, wear them on the street so let's talk about obviously there was the fight between dorit and kyle the girls are getting ready to like go to the saloon and everything um rena was giving me parent trap with her outfit for the slim like you guys know what i'm like parent trap camping trip like very that <laughs> yes very the, um the lesbian nanny and parent trap yes jesse yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but like one of my favorite moments from like that scene is like when rita's like dorit go get ready she's like i am ready guys, guys time out time out dorit please go get ready i am ready but okay <laughs> I wrote that in my notes too. I was like, nothing pissed off Dorit more than Rena thinking that the outfit she had on was not the outfit she was wearing tonight. <laughs> I am ready. Yeah. Looking like Chessie from the Parrot Trap. Dorit they was ready to kill like, her. Also, I loved when Rena. They were all they, just like losing it on each other. It was the lack of oxygen too. Those bitches were ready to fucking the altitude does it any minute. I've never been up that high anywhere. I don't do that. Mm-mm. You Mm-mm. get drunk really fast. Oof. Um, yeah. Also, there was a moment where, so after the whole tequila thing, when they're sitting in the kitchen and um, Rena's like basically talking about how Kyle's mad at Dorit and she should like make up with her, but she's basically saying, and then Kathy starts saying everything that's like indirectly towards Rena. When she's like, yeah, you should apologize to someone when you hurt them. You should be an adult to someone when you hurt them. <laughs> I'm like, girl, just tell her, tell her. And, and that whole conversation was so weird because it's like, it was like, it, yeah, it was very much like Lisa Rinna and Kathy, like, like you know, jousting almost. Was, yeah, like, they were just yeah. throwing indirects the entire time. You know, Kathy is like so insulated. Like this show is such a step out of her comfort zone because, like, that family we don't see anything about them. Like she is just like locked down, and I think she doesn't get told no ever. And also, I think when you're in those kind of circles. When you invest in a tequila brand, it's almost like an unspoken rule. Oh, you guys are my friends and you're rich. You better be posting this on your stories and giving me all that promo. And so when Lisa, I think what she was mad about was they were filming and Lisa was like, oh, my friend Kendall Jenner has like, and I think Kathy was like, you know exactly what you were just doing. We are filming, like show my tequila, you know? And then all the clips. And didn't ask for like fucking Don Julio, you know, like she asked for like, (laughs) she's like, she asked for another celebrity brand. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, just Kathy was just doing it bad all season though. When they showed all the clips of her, like just trying to promote the tequila was it terrible? Yeah, it was. But like, it's Kathy. Like, she's gonna promote shit in a weird way. It's just yeah, and like she cares about it. I don't know. They all promote shit. So yeah, yeah I mean, we yeah. see the fucking agency every goddamn episode. Let this bitch promote her tequila. Yeah, please. Um. So what do we guys? What do we think about what's gonna happen with Kathy? Because like we end this episode with like kind of like alluding that Kathy doesn't get into a club because of her sweatpants. I mean, they didn't like Chris Jenner in. That's what they were saying. They didn't like Chris Jenner in because of her coat. That's insane. That's insane. Like, where are you? What kind of club is this? Yeah, what club is this in Aspen, Colorado? I've been to plenty of really bougie fucking celebrity nightclubs in New York City, and 
if they're not let, they let anyone in who's a celebrity. It doesn't matter what you look like. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I'm excited to see what happens. I, I've seen rumors, not rumors, but I guess like theories on Twitter that maybe Rena is exaggerating. Maybe Rena is actually manipulating this. And I, you know, you know how I feel about Rena now. Uh, I wouldn't put it past <laughs> Um, I'm, well, yeah. Rena keeps alluding to like Kathy, like calling someone like the F slur. Yeah, know, she like, called him a, you know what? <laughs> oh, no. I w- Wait, you I, didn't know this, Reed? I, no, I, okay, I heard she said a slur and I've been really scared because when I hear the word slur, I don't think of F word. Um, and I, <laughs> the and fact that so, this is a safe space, you could say if it. <laughs> that's what, she, if she called him a faggot, I'm honestly, <laughs> I don't care. I'm honestly going to like be even more of a fan. Like, and I, that is terrible. But if I hear Kathy Hilton like call someone like a faggot, <laughs> say it again. <laughs> say it again. Like, I just imagine her being like, you, "I can't." I'm not even going to try to do her voice. No. <laughs> Stop! I'm but crying. Kathy Hilton oh, no, me calls too. A, 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 an Aspen twink a faggot. <laughs> I will. I will stand. Loop. I'll stand harder than I stand. No, before. that's what I said. No, because like my coworker and I were talking about this, and he's like, "But what about how she called somebody the f word?" And I was like, "I was like, if Kathy Hilton looked me dead in the eye and called me a faggot, I'd be like, yes, queen, slay if mama.' She, if she if she says it to like a fucking Aspen doorman who's not letting her in at a club, come on, that is iconic. Please, listen, Marlo did it, and I lost it. So <laughs> I, you know, and like. Nini was always like queen, and so like I, I love it when they bully you, us. You know those TikToks that that are like, can they say it? We need it, Zach. You need to do one which is like, can housewives say the F slur? And Kathy Hilton can Sonya absolutely can. say it. Oh, Sonia! Oh, Sonia! Sonia, giving me my next TikTok idea because I'm Sonia basically I'm making, is a faggot. Please, I'm making <laughs> that TikTok tomorrow. I'm making that TikTok tomorrow. You know who can't say it? Amber Marquezzi. Oh. <laughs> No, I don't think Teresa Juzai is Kenny. Or any of the women in Miami. I don't trust it. No. Mm, no. Except for, except for like maybe Marisol. Yeah. I think Marisol, no, I, I would Marisol argue, I would argue Lisa in Miami can say Most it. Most of them are Republican, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I mean, you, you've got a point there. And it's like Dallas, New Jersey, and Miami really, and OC. No. No, not. not a single cast member on OC can but if ever Heather say it. called me a faggot, I think I would feel. No, like Noella it. can say it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Noella is the, is the exception. Noella for sure. I mean, I'm oh, Heather called Noella. Noella. <laughs> Wait, Not you guys me. know that? You guys know that TikTok sound? This is how I feel about Noella. You know that TikTok sound where it's like, Cassie. Oh, Cassie. 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 Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Oh my God! Thank what you. Were you page am I on? You're on. You're on straight TikTok. Thank you. I know. I'm knowing. telling you, it's literally always on my for you page. You listen you to this podcast, Reed. You know every episode. He'll be like, "Do you know this TikTok?" And I'm like, "No, I don't fucking yes. know that. That's, I don't. I don't." And I'm on wow. TikTok a lot. So I don't use TikTok. I feel like such an old person. I love Twitter, and I see funny TikToks on Twitter. Yeah, you're like gay Twitter famous. No, 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 no. Yes, low key, low key, yeah. Reed. Don't sell yourself short. Yeah, girl, be self aware. Well, <laughs> I am Dorit, so I don't know if that you are. You're, you are Dorit. That's currently my my Twitter name. Maybe it won't be. I love that it. That is iconic. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see next I mean, episode. Like, what happened? We didn't even get a preview though for it. Which no, is we just got we just got which is like okay. It's like a it's like a Beverly Hills trope. 
Um, but and I love it. It's like one of my favorite Beverly Hills tropes, which is production talking to Rinna and her making the most dramatics about like, you know, like like that the trailer <laughs> for season 10 is like oh. or is it season 10? Yeah, it's season yeah, 10. It's, 10. it's like is my favorite when she's like when she's sitting down and she's like, talk to me. And then they're like, so what do you think? She's like, yeah. She goes, she goes, it's not for everybody. She's like, we come on here and we have to be honest. And it's like, you think I want to talk about my daughter's eating disorder. It's so good. It's so good. (laughs) And so like, just this, like the test. I mean, also the iconic of, if you ask me, we'll never see Denise Richards again. Yeah. I mean, like (laughs) it's okay. Like, could it be absolutely like nothing, you know? Like it's this whole thing just about Kathy blowing up and calling Kyle some like mean words, like maybe, but Wait, like but the production of it all gave me chills. Did you guys hear this? You know how they make the housewives watch the episodes before the reunion? Yeah. They didn't show the Beverly Hills women the last two episodes on purpose. They just showed them like cliff notes of it. So something happens in those last two episodes that they did not want to show them at the reunion. Oh wow. So oh, they shit. have like they have a hot mic, they have a behind the scenes, or they have something that they want one of the women to look completely foolish by. And I'm ready. Also, there was no group photo at the reunion. So it got so bad for the first time in Housewives history, they didn't take a photo together at the end. Girl. Buckle up. Buckle up. The look of gagged on Reed's face right now. I'm just like... Oh, this is why I love Beverly Hills. This is why I'm happy I said they're my number one. It is so good. It is. I will leave you with this. Um, When Kathy was trying to sell the tequila, at one point she gave it to Rena, and Rena goes, I lost my taste and smell. (laughs) (laughs) And that is all. Kathy, Rena feud, I'm here. I'm ready. And, you know, this could... You know, I'm still a Rena stan, even though she blocked us on our... Instagram. She blocked she, us on our personal Instagrams, Reed. Our personal. Got, listeners, she blocked. She, she went no, so not far. only, this is the gag. Not only did she block our Instagram, she blocked me and she blocked Mo on our personals. And I have a third Instagram for the store that I run, the retail store that I run. And I went to go search her to make sure like she didn't just delete her Instagram. Couldn't find her on there either. She blocked my store's Instagram. Oh, she gave the phone to Harry and she was like, (laughs) I need you to go on the internet and find everyone. Well, you know, some assistant went and she was like, block everyone on Bravo because she did release like... She DM'd someone and was like, sorry, I have to block you. I don't want to see anything from Housewives ever again. She blocked every account. There's so many DMs that people are sending us that are like, oh, we're blocked too. We've been blocked. To block my personal, girl. remember that she like stormed out. There is, and she is not going to be at BravoCon, guys. I think that we have seen the last of Lisa Renna, but also she has a seat next to Andy, which I think is crazy. Rita's doing the cross. Fuck you. <laughs> like, I I'm want her. Paying, I'm just paying my respects, okay? He's, he's just praying. He's praying. I don't think it's the, the last we see of Renna because I think that this give it like a time. season and a half, we're going to see start seeing um, Dorit on Twitter going like, you know what? Actually, Renna really popped off here. <laughs> we can really have her back. <laughs> the, and the handle at door read is going to be like you know what lisa renna kind of ate in season 12 she did i she do kind of do a 180 on a lot of housewives so uh, oh, most fans do. do most fans do it's like that's um, why they example, need to say phaedra i love phaedra and i know something i know the bad thing that's coming with her and candy and i uh i i know that i will not like her after that but right now i think she's hilarious yeah i'm gonna say friend. something controversial that didn't really affect me i still loved her after oh my god mo <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
I'm sorry. I mean, like, yeah, she should have owned up. They should have kept her on so she could have, like, owned up to it and, like, you know, feet to the fire. Like, they should have done to, like, Stassi and Kristen. Like, don't get them off. Let's watch them fucking own up to their mistake. But I still love my Phaedra. No, I'm the daggone villain. That Kenya (laughs) Reed. No, I'm the daggone villain. Uh, What'd you say, Reed? The read that uh, Phaedra did to Kenya in the season six reunion. The. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because he, he needed $10 and a medium pizza, so he ejaculated. <laughs> Honey, you don't know so if you your father, your child will be an axe murderer or a child molester. Because what you now, know check that. He needed $10 for a medium-sized pizza, so he ejaculated into a cup so that you could have a kid. Now, no, check no. that. <laughs> Listen, a lot of people a lot of people on Housewives, like social media, will be like, oh, that old, tired, rehearsed line. I go, okay, if it was rehearsed, she ate it up. Let, she she nailed that audition. I don't give a fuck what you say about that. Like she like perfectly executed it. So like it, even if it was like written or you know made up or whatever, the delivery flaw. It's all about the delivery baby, because I guarantee you, so many of them write stuff or think of. Oh things. yeah, a lot of the reads are rehearsed for sure. But like like you said, regardless, it was iconic. She gave us iconic line delivery, I, and I miss her every day. But I want her at least on Dubai. At least on Dubai. We need it. So yeah. But now that we get. now that we are talking about Atlanta, let's end this Beverly Hills recap and get into our Atlanta reunion recap. not make sense to me it wasn't beneficial to me so sis i feel like let it go because you bring it up every week no 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 every no, no, time no, no, you no, get no. mad oh, and i tried I to let, help her i let the I tried show to get go. her a show i got this bitch a whole tv show on a whole other network when she was not able to be on our show for a while the only reason why it's a topic at this moment so because you got that. on this show this season uh-huh. and said i never try to help but anybody I, you didn't I did. That is a lie. That is a lie, Marlo. That is a lie. Like I said, I helped her get another show. Times when I don't have jobs, I called my agent. I said, hey, can you put Marlo on this job? No, but by the way, but hold on. She, no, does, times she pictures shows all the time. This is so annoying that a person that I tried to help multiple times will get on a platform to millions of people and say I don't help people. Okay, what? That is why it's so irritating. Three. All right, guys, let's talk about the Real Housewives of Atlanta season 14 reunion. They all looked fucking stunning. This reunion was like campy. We had the birds in the background. It was like chaotic. The moat. Like, the moat. <laughs> they said no one's walking off. No. When Andy said lift the bridge, they were like, oh, we are stuck here. We are stuck. I was you imagine a walk off with that though if they tried like <laughs> trying to jump over. Just imagine, just imagine Drew like trying to hop over and breaking her other foot. Imagine Portia and Kenya, but in the mo. Oh my god, she tried to drown her. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I did that. That's <laughs> Read, read. What are what are some housewife quotes that you quote like day to day? Because like Mo and I like have like like Mo and I will quote like the 
I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I did that. We quote that all the time. We quote, like, what's the other one that we quote, Mo? You guys want to know something really embarrassing? I use that recently because I'm in a Taylor Swift support group uh, chat on Twitter <laughs> that uh, Elvis has put me in. And you know how uh, Swifties are crazy. We try to create all these theories. And I was like, this shit was funny. This shit I'm was like, funny. okay, so on September 2nd, I was like, she's going to release something on September 2nd because nine plus two is 13 and Taylor's number is 13. We all know it. And someone was like, baby, nine plus two is 11. And I was like, I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe I did that. Portia would say that, though. Portia, I mean, 265 days. The Hosea Williams Foundation, it's not just feeding the hungry only on Thanksgiving. It's an everyday situation. You know what I mean? This is 265 days a year. (laughs) That is funny. 265 days? Where the hell that bitch live at? Where the hell that bitch live at? <laughs> Where the hell that bitch live at? some of the other stuff she you? said? She, she said all these... She, instead of a Freudian slip, she was like... It was like a... I don't care what she said. It was so she said She said something like, you know, like all 265 days a year. And then like, cuts to Nini's confessional. She's like... She's like... That is funny. 265 days. Where the hell that bitch live at? I mean, the Underground Railroad. The Underground Railroad takes off. Yeah, but where did the car go through? Because it had to go through somewhere. They're like, baby, baby, no. It's a euphemism. No, it's a euphemism, baby. know that <laughs> uh i miss portia every fucking day oh, i love wait her. reed do you have like a housewife quote that you quote all the time like i said it earlier but i this is so i don't know why this is so funny to me but like i'll just i tell like we'll talk to myself i work from home i'm just like here all the time and i'll just be like is that a buffalo coming down the stairs <laughs> like, <laughs> i love that one and reed that's so funny that you brought up that one because when i visited Back in May, when I was staying with Maddie, me and Maddie were just like watching like random Housewives episodes, and we decided to watch the uh, Morocco trip from Roni. And we found a new quote that we're like obsessed with, and now we always go, Cover your shoulders, we're in Marrakesh. Like, we we (laughs) do that all the time. Oh, I was mixing that up. Sorry, it was Scary Island. Yes, yes, cover your shoulders, we're in Marrakesh. Marrakesh. Oh, so good. Ugh. So good. Um, let's talk about this reunion. Um, I was living for it. The Bone Collector segment sent me. I love how they <laughs> when they all came in and they didn't know who was sitting where. And Andy was like, Marlo, you're next to me. And Drew's face was like... <laughs> they were Shop. all gagged. And, and, he, and, then, and then he was like, Sheree, you're sitting right here. And she's like, oh, Andy, Andy, am I sitting right next to you? Like, you know, like, you could tell oh, Sheree was so excited. Ugh. But honestly, that the seating made no sense for sure. But by the end of the reunion, I was like, I'm here for it. It was just, it was camp that they were sitting right next to each other, Drew and Sanya, and just going at it. <laughs> That's so awkward. And Drew, like, like, didn't want to raise her voice. She was like, no, actually, what I said was. And she just, like, <laughs> kept this, like, super low voice. Like, you could tell she was trying really hard. Drew was so embarrassing when she was trying to read Sheree and Andy. Everyone was just silent. All you heard was the birds. And Andy just went. <laughs> <laughs> no, what did she say? No, because she was like, Drew and the Chihuahua. She was like. You got your chihuahua, and, and like Shrey was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she was like, and Andy's chihuahua. like trying to read the question, and like, yeah, you just hear the birds chirping, and it, it was like hilarious. That was my favorite, like one of my favorite moments. My other favorite, Drew actually, Drew was embarrassing, but embarrassing the best kind of way. That's what I said. Like, okay, so Maddie yelled at me and was like, "You need to pick a side with Drew," and I was like, I disliked her so much at the beginning of this season, but now I'm getting to the fact that she is truly camp. She's not in on the joke, and she's embarrassing in a very campy way. Like when she was like, 
when she was arguing with Sadia and they're like, um, she's crying. She's crying. She's like, she's got tears in her eyes. Yeah, she's got tears in her eyes. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's that's crying. Yeah, that's crying. Drew, let me ask you a question. She's crying. She has tears. There's tears coming out. I mean, okay, well, that's crying. I mean, I mean, she's... I'm only on season seven, but I'm also watching 14 like live just because I don't want to fall further behind. So it's kind of, it's funny because like Sheree was back this season and I was on season four of Atlanta and like Sheree was still there and I was getting like things confused because like I was You went from season four to season seven as season 14 was airing? Oh yeah. Oh honey. (laughs) I watch like a season a week. Well, I'm sure because you said you work from home. Like, that's what I used to do when I worked from home. I would just put on, like, the TV and, like, just, like, binge shows. Yeah, Yeah, but you pay attention because you know a lot of stuff. So you're obviously, like, watching, right? I have to rewind a lot. I mean, I've had, yeah, whenever I'm spacing out. But, yeah. That makes sense. But so, like, Reed, that's so interesting because you're, like, watching the She by Shrey fashion show. And, like, like, you haven't been on that full journey yet to, like, really, like... I almost cried. Like, I almost oh, cried I, watching I, that fashion show. I got full body chills. I don't know if I've seen Spring, Summer, or Seven. No, you haven't? Yeah. Oh, you haven't. It's so season Sheree, nine. Sheree Ten. left, and then she comes Seven. back. Sheree's she the only back. housewife to ever come back twice. So she was fired once. She was fired okay. twice. Yeah, she comes back. I, for some reason, I thought this was her first time back this new season. So no, she know. comes so back. Season eight, season eight, as yeah. a friend, and then season nine, she's back full time, and then season ten is her last full time season. Oh yeah, because yeah. the Chateau Charade too. Like I've seen, it sticks, but that's <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> nothing was there. Every time, every there. time she comes back, she closes a chapter from those early seasons. So like, yes, which is honestly very iconic to think of. She's yeah. just like Luann for me, a little delusional, especially in those early seasons where she just truly thought her, she was like acting just like Countess Luann just in Atlanta. And yes. another person that you're always rooting for, like despite her own like delusions of grandeur, like I want Sheree to win. But also I mean, this like, entire reunion, how they just talked about her being cheap. <laughs> like, and yeah. not paying people. Well, she's cheap. Really? And then those fucking prices. Did you see those cheap by Sheree prices? Uh, yeah, and, and the pictures and the pictures of the of the t-shirts and the graphics they're like wrinkly tees that you would get on fucking like Etsy. Okay, and like he Etsy. stole the designs from Sheen or like stole. She bought the merchandise off of Sheen. Basically, <laughs> bought seven dollar workout gear, threw a Jeffrey Star logo on it, and then charged one hundred and forty nine dollars. Please, ma'am. Like, babe, I want to support you, but like, God, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna buy. I was ready to buy. I was ready to buy some joggers. I had the credit card out and I was like, whoa, putting her away. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely no. And I buy expensive clothes, but I'm not buying expensive She Buys Sheree, baby. I do want to talk about the fashion show because we didn't get to discuss this. Like that season finale was like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That it was fashion so good. Show was incredible. It was I good. Think, I don't think any of the stuff in the fashion show is going to be on the website because a lot of that stuff, okay, she was having third party people design this stuff and make it. You're not, if you couldn't get them to do it for the fashion show, how are you going to get them to mass produce and make 50 or 100 of the same garment? Yeah, None of that's just going to be able to be made. affordable and accessible. Like that, that thing she was in, that like jumpsuit or whatever, it was like, oh. I can't imagine that's $149. You know? No, like, that was so good too. I just don't like, the fashion show was great. Just none of that stuff is going to go into production realistically. But I was happy for her. I was happy that she produced something. And to me, Sheree doesn't even care about She by Sheree. She doesn't care about fashion. She doesn't care about any of this stuff. She just doesn't want to seem a fool. So she's like, let me spend all this money to make sure this fashion show works. I mean, the whole, shit the whole episode was t- pr- practically centered around Dwight's comment, you know? 
a fashion, fashion show with no fashions. fashions. I mean, I'm the remix house mix of that or something at the end there. Yeah, yeah no, it's so funny. And guys, I hope and I that would pop off at a gay bar. Please, I have Same something to say. With the wind fabulous. They did that with that too. Mm-hmm. I hope I don't sound ridiculous right now. I hope I don't sound crazy. <laughs> Hot take. Um, Dwight was kind of handsome. In that. Oh my God! I'm sorry. I, I have to be like, honest. Wait. I have to be honest. He was kind of handsome. Sexually the- deprived. <laughs> I yeah. I must be in like a drought or something. I'm. So, I was sitting there on my couch. I was like watching. I was like, he's kind of. It's kind of giving for me right now. He definitely uh, hit the daddy button. Like yeah. He, the early seasons, he, very peculiar looking. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like, gay frog? Like you know? Like but. He's like actually like the facial hair is doing something for sure. Yeah, uh, I think that's what did it for me. Uh, a beard can go a long way. It can, and peculiar is a very interesting word for him. It it fits, but um, I mean, another daddy was Apollo. I was like, Ooh. Apollo was looking. One of my one of my favorite obscure housewife quotes is Apollo. He's kind of fine. He, he is kind of fine. I can't look at him. I'm I'm currently watching him go go away and like just acting crazy at. Vegas. Yeah, that was not. Oh, are you at- like the mother's like I don't want to come home and you all be dead and I just can't. When you look into that man's eyes, like there's no one looking back at you. I mean, it really does feel like he's a serial killer. I just yeah, are I you at scene? Are you at that scene where they're in the garage and she's like she's like get away from me with this Apollo. Yeah, I yeah, think I that felt that. like if the cameras weren't there, then it would have been really bad. Like, yeah, yeah, the cameras like Loki saved her, and yeah, he just kind of reacts really quickly, has a short fuse. It's very concerning. It is, but you know what? Maybe the time away did him well. Yeah, because <laughs> he seemed he seemed like a better person. And this... didn't he go away before that, and then married Phaedra? And yeah, maybe, maybe the time away did him well too. <laughs> you know, you know what? Now we're just talking logistics, and I think it's <laughs> we're getting <laughs> yeah. I think you we're just what? trying to like. I think we're just Kenya and Heat right now with we, Apollo. Literally, Mo and I at least <laughs> at very that. Um, but like, so let's get back to the reunion a little bit. We get a little bit of you, you know what I'm really happy about this season is the women making candy work <laughs> for once. For once, like I think after and and read, I'm very. It's always so interesting, like watching someone watch Housewives and like, you know, hearing their perspective and like hearing what they haven't like gotten to yet. And like knowing that you haven't gotten to season nine yet and knowing that you have not finished it, you know, like what kind of plays out. But after season nine, it changed the way the cast interacted with Candy in almost a kind of like negative way. Like they were afraid to touch her. Like they did not want to even like go there with her. And Marlo came on the scene in season 14 and was like, fuck that shit. This girl Marlo is taking up the biggest job. paycheck on Bravo and she's going to work for it. I mean, the fact that Candy has paid the highest in the entire network and I think she was kind of pissed that she got third seat. You can see it in her face. She was annoyed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think she's been enjoying like being on the throne for a while now. And I think even even if Portia comes back, I think her and Portia are close again. So who coming back is going to shake the table or like join Marlo in shaking the table for Candy? Sheree, right. I guess. I mean, it was like Sheree versus Candy. I love like I love when Candy like gets. I love when Candy's frustrated. I love when she's frustrated. The lies, the Like I like when she gets like shaky voice and she's like, and uh, you like, told her that. 
Sheree's like, Sheree's like, what are you talking about, Shady? What are you talking about, Shady? She's like, you sh- in, in the show, Sheree, in the show. In the show. I mean, that scene with Marlo and Sheree was kind of one of my favorite scenes of the whole season for me when they were just dragging. Candy fucked everybody, everyone in Hollywood. I, I and then Sheree when, just being like, yeah, yeah, she for herself. She for herself. I love when housewives, like, don't um, remember what they say or, like, like remember and like and read like you'll get to the scene in like season 10 of like the reunion where like kim zolciak like acts like everything that like she did like did not happen it like just 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 never existed and like and nini looks at her and she's like you didn't think you said that you're on the tv you're on the camera saying it (laughs) you don't think you said all this stuff hold on let candy talk your ass is on tape saying it (laughs) said that out loud it's like so funny it's like great that season nine or that season ten reunion, because like literally Sheree was like kind of Kim's only friend in Portia a little bit, but they were all going so hard at her because they were like, literally, look, you said all of this. You dragged us all in your confessionals. You went in. She goes so hard that season. I can't wait for you to watch it, Reed. It's so good. Oh, I'm so excited. I love this franchise. Reed, we should I love uh, we should have you on for like a Patreon episode where we cover seasons nine and ten of Atlanta. Okay. I love that. Deal. We'll put it on the books. Pencil me in. We got him. I also was loving Kenya during this reunion, just like light and fun. Like she had like her hair with, she was glowing. Like her banter, I'm loving her to see like where she started at with Sheree. Where like, I mean, like, you know, you don't call me a bitch. And she's like, you and that tired Mama Joyce wig. Like, you know, like. I want my mama in it. And so like. Going from that to like them kicking on the couch, and she's like, you know, I, I, and Trace, like, I don't look really care about looks all that much. And she's like, yeah, we've all met Bob. Like, I mean, like, that was so funny. <laughs> okay. The way that Sheree reacted to that though, and was like, did you catch the read? And Andy's yeah, like, oh, so we all good. caught the read. This reunion felt so light and not like dark, like past reunions. It was like a kiki little gap, like gap session. I loved yeah. that. They had like their issues to, to bring up with each other, but at the end of the day, they were all being very, uh, like cordial with each other. I mean, all giving Sheree like her flowers. I thought that was really Yeah, I sweet. felt like they were having fun. It felt like the end of the season when they all were like literally dancing around in a circle on the runway. It felt like that like led into the reunion where it was like more fun. Yeah, and, like, even Kenya saying like to Sheree, you know, we just want you to win at some point, right? Like I thought that was really like, we're not yeah. dragging you because yeah. we want you to fail. We're dragging you because like, God damn it, Sheree, just like you can do this, like do it, you know? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And when I was watching the finale and then even more so watching this reunion, like Atlanta reunions were always kind of like Super Bowls for me. Oh. Like they were always like the, the first one to have four parts. And found the best. The reads were always the best. The It was always the funniest reunions. Like they were always going to be the best reunions. And then, and they still always brought it, but like the past couple seasons have just been a little bit like not the gold standard of Atlanta and yeah. watching the finale and then watching this reunion i'm like we are on a trajectory up and i am it's going it's going to get back to where it was it's going to get back to the golden era of atlanta for sure i think we just like we've said on this podcast we need porsche back and someone else for sure so like do you think candy would ever leave and then they could get phaedra back i think phaedra doesn't want to come back to atlanta she said she doesn't want to like save a show after they like fired her basically and she's really gunning on going back to dubai or going to dubai well i would love that I would, I would love, love it, but I think I would love her on Atlanta more just because there's more yeah. history there. Like, oh, I feel sure. like if she goes, if she goes to it's going to be like, yeah, it's Phaedra. It'll be funny, but it's just a little bit more produced with like the friendships. But like with Atlanta, it's like more like 
a return, you know, to form. Um, they should bring so back Deshaun Snow. <laughs> she was at the fashion show, wasn't she? She the was Deshaun at the Snow show. Foundation. <laughs> oh, Deshaun was Snow. at the fashion show. Um, hey, a little Cleveland reference there. She was like married to that Cavs. Guy. She was, and Sheree's from Cleveland as well. There it goes. Um, um, also, that I like that we talked about it a little bit, but the whole segment about Sheree not paying and being like, well, if I don't like their service, I'm not going to pay for it. Like, Marlo, you said you weren't going to pay for the dress because you didn't like it. And Marlo's like, I was joking. I'm, I paid them. <laughs> like, I'm still going to pay. Like, and then Kenya being like, no, baby, you have to pay. Regardless if you liked it or not, you pay. And then you just go get another one. Yeah. And Sheree was like, yeah, no. It was, so, it was so funny. What do you guys think? Like, obviously, we talked about Porsche coming back. Like, Phaedra coming back. We want, we would like love Nini. We would love Kim. Like, is that like the way that Atlanta goes? We like add in like one of those girls and another girl or like, I think adding in Portia and Kim would like change the franchise and make it so fucking good again. I think Sanya and Drew could go and they could bring back maybe like an OG and then maybe like a try another new person. I don't think Sanya is really doing it. Um, and I don't know Drew. This is my first season watching her, so check me. Well, the one but, before wasn't much better. The one baby. before was worse. Like so this is an improvement. I heard someone say, like, when her home scenes, like, come on, like that's the bathroom break. But it's really just like that's not... me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Drew could be a friend. Yeah, for sure. I think that Sanya just needs a little more time because I think she's growing into being a good housewife. She was messy from the jump. Like we saw her being. Yeah, the she was actually like. One. Trying to be messy though, like just trying constantly. I when when Kenya ate her up on that vacation, wow. When she was stuttering with her words and she was like, Mm, "Tell me, (laughs) remind me." She was like, "Mm, "You know what?" I I said this on the Instagram, but my dream Atlanta cast is Sheree, Kim, Nene, Phaedra, Portia, Kenya, Marlo, Peach holders. The way that that would shake the table. Like, it would be so good. Uh, give it and to I us now. You don't have candy on there, I'm guessing, because of Phaedra, but... I, I oh, say no, we, we just I, don't I, really I, like candy here. I, it's not like, that I don't, like, like it. We, it's so funny, Reed. Like, every time we have Maddie on, like, it's always a battle. Because, like, me and Mo just, like, don't really care. And that's, like, one of her, like, favorite housewives. Um, I just think that if Candy, like, would bring it more, I'd include her in that list. But, like... She hasn't brought it in years. When they introduced her, I think season two, I was so for, I didn't know anything about her. I was like, wait, she wrote those songs. Like, holy shit. And those are early seasons, especially with the Kim music career drama, but the tour, but also just seeing Candy doing her job. And like, that was so interesting to me. And I, maybe I, you know, I'm not all the way caught up, but I don't really feel like I'm seeing that as much. I guess this new season, she had that. I think it happens after Zach, like Zach said, after Wait till you nine. get to like season 10, 11, and 12. It's like she's like non-existent. And it's it's like, like, I don't even think she wants to be on the show anymore either, though. Like if yeah. you don't want to be here, then like, she's save like your the Richards. Like she has to be on, you know, she she's like she that. knows it's like one of her biggest bags and candy yeah. above all else is going to chase it. Get a bag like Chassis she never skips a beat like or a bag. Candy could have like I know she's had a million spinoffs, but candy could leave. Uh, housewives and probably continue something with bravo like lisa vanderpump yeah. has yeah like the candy and the gang fine. and if she left it would clear up some space for maybe like a phaedra returner it could like it could give us the reinvigoration that maybe is needed yeah i, I think totally that agree. honestly it really like truly 
I think, like, I mean, say, like, last year when it was, like, Cynthia and Candy, out of the ones to, like, cut, like, I would have, like, preferred Candy to be cut over Cynthia. Like, bold word, bold statement. My first impression of Cynthia was Ultimate Girls Trip, and I hated her because of how she was, like, That was the first time you met Cynthia? Oh, yeah, that was my first time for her job. Yeah, that was when she... Now I love her. Yeah, I think she knew she was going to be let go at that time. And it was like seeing she knew Kenya was staying on and she saw how Kenya was kind of like being shady to her. And she was just like fighting so hard and it was not working. Like no one was pushing with her. I think she also saw that like Kenya was just like not fighting for her life on Ultimate Girls Trip. And like she was going to have to and was kind of like resenting Kenya for it. Yep. Totally. And I think it's just like she left with a bad taste in her mouth, but I don't ever need to see Cynthia back on this show. I think she did very. No, I don't. No, no I think that she also, I think it also was her time, but I'm saying like when you're going to like cut out like a big check to like make room for like other people. It could have been candy. It could have been candy. So that's all I'm going to, that's all I'm going to say. Two or three girls. They, oh, yeah. they could have hired a whole cast with candy. Um, <laughs> I want to talk story. about Marlo and her like storyline and how we got into her backstory. Like, I thought this was one of the most vulnerable things we've seen on a reunion in a long time. I was totally into it. I was like, I was so invested in her and I could watch a like whole lifetime movie on that. I, I, I was so into it. And it was also like, I loved how they related it to like how she felt about getting her peach. Yeah, like, I mean, when she said, like, I came from nothing and I was always chasing something and now I'm here with, like, Miss USA, a Grammy artist, an Olympian, like, an actress, like, you know, Sheree, an OG. Like, that was, I just felt like it was so touching. And I love, I do love Marlo. I thought she had a great season. Yeah, I thought she was MVP. Liking her, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I think... Like, also her just saying how she was like, everyone wants to call me a whore or a slut or a prostitute, but you can't bring one man I fucked on to this stage. You can't bring one man that I, like, you know. And I'm like, all right, listen, if Marlo got her where she was, got her bag through sex work, like, why the fuck do we care at this point? Right. She is taking care of two (laughs) two children who aren't her own. She's taking care of a whole family. We saw her mom dealing with drug addiction. Like, obviously come from a broken place. Who gives a fuck how she got the money? It's amazing like, that she even got there for sure. I, I she she put a bad taste in my mouth the whole season, but that was where I actually really related to her. And I think Kenya said the same thing. Like I've never really heard this before, but you could tell Kenya it's past the point of no return for her. Oh no! Every time Marla was talking, Kenya was just seething over there. Wait, she was waiting, waiting for it. Because Marla does like to do this whole like, oh, woe is me, like blah blah blah. But you, Marla, you are responsible at the end of the day for the things that you do and say. And like, yes, you are I kind s- of a bull in a china shop with the things you say. I said this where I think that Marlo wanted the Kenya versus Portia storyline that happened for so many seasons and she saw that opportunity come. So she switched with Kenya like this. And when Kenya wasn't giving her what she gave Portia for all those seasons, it just made her look dumb because she was chasing around Kenya the entire season for a fight and Kenya was not giving it to her. You know what I was also like noticing when it was like showing like the scenes like with like Kenya and her daughter, Brooklyn, I was like, Kenya has like different priorities now. She is not the she is not the same girl that we met in season five. Like she is not going to be like fighting about that petty shit anymore. She like doesn't care. No, she doesn't because she knows that like her bag is going to be there regardless, and the show is going to be there regardless. And she's like, I fought for so many seasons, kind of like how Lisa Renna did. She's like, now it's your turn to go at it and like let me be a side character for a little bit because I'm done 
like with all this toxicity ever but since. i think if poor there's something about Portia that ravs kenya up and i think if Portia comes so back, kenya kenya's gonna be like all right let's <laughs> round round seven eight yeah. you know like let's go but also Portia hates marlo now so i think that could connect them yeah. oh t in a way that like it didn't before so we will see all right. Well, I love this reunion. It was fantastic. I'm excited for the next part. That is our Real Housewives of Atlanta recap. All right. That is the latest episode of It's About Bravo. You know what to do. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like, follow. Follow us on all of our social medias on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at about underscore Bravo. Leave us a review. Tell us what you think. DM us. We love to hear your opinions on everything Bravo. And also, thank you, Reed, so much for joining us. It was so much fun. Like, this was such a fucking key. A Reed, where, can, where <laughs> can everyone follow you? Um, embarrassingly on my Twitter, uh, at the Reed feed. <laughs> um, I'm spelled R-E-I-D, the Reed feed. Um, I guess, yeah, I... I post housewives opinions there among give them your instagram too what's what's the ig uh reed chandler chandler like the guy from friends period follow him guys he's funny he's very attractive give him all the follows (laughs) he has uh he has opinions on twitter that will have you gagged well he's a 10 but he's a 10 but he thinks that rena should be fired so like do with that what you will (laughs) do not come in my mentions with that please don't know he does not need the toxic beverly hills fans in his mention no i will plus i look like dorit right now so give me some slack there i've got a (laughs) picture going on (laughs) <laughs> oh my God. well thank you so much for coming on and we can't wait to have you again for that atlanta season 9 season 10 patreon oh, episode yes. make sure to subscribe to the patreon so that you are able to listen to that and we will catch you next time bye guys bye, bye.